struck by an odd notion. He should be lying in a damp spot now, but the sheet beneath him felt perfectly clean and dry. Perplexed, he sat up, moved to one side, and ran his hand across the mattress. Nothing. He shook his head as if trying to clear out the cobwebs. What in blazes had happened here? That was when he noticed something else, a subtle fragrance rising from the bottom sheet. Pressing his face to the fabric, he inhaled the sweet, clean aroma, trying to identify it. This wasn't the softener the hotel laundry used, and it wasn't one of the expensive perfumes his sexual partners tended to drench themselves in. It was something else, something fresh but somehow familiar. It was her scent, exactly as he remembered it. There could be only one conclusion. The dream had been real. There'd been a woman in his bed, and he'd made love to her. But how could that be? There'd been no one here when he'd gone to bed last night. The gate to the property had been locked, the house had been locked, and if the dog had barked at an intruder, he hadn't heard it. Was he losing his mind? He sat up. The room looked the same as usual. Nothing appeared to have been touched except... His gaze fell on the phone. Now that his head was clearing, he distinctly recalled turning it off before he went to sleep. But someone had not only turned it on again, but adjusted the ring volume loud enough to raise the dead. Who would play such a dirty trick on him? Maybe he was still dreaming. Sliding his legs off the bed, he pushed to his feet and stood on the sheepskin rug. His legs felt as shaky as jello, probably because the pills hadn't worn off. Maybe if he went downstairs and got some coffee in his system, he'd be able to think straight. His robe was draped over the foot of the bed. He took a step toward it, then jerked back with a grunt of pain. His bare foot had come down on something sharp, some object caught in the thick wool of the rug. Bending over, he found it with his fingers, picked it up, and held it to the light, It was a small silver earring, inlaid with turquoise and fashioned in the shape of Cocopelli, the humpbacked Native American flute player. He stared at it, recognition slamming him like a mule kick. Terry's earring. Buck sank onto the edge of the bed. Lord, could he have had mind-blowing sex with Terry, who'd always been like a kid's sister to him? Terry, that miracle of patience and efficiency, who kept the hectic world of bucket list enterprises running like well-oiled clockwork? No, it was unbelievable. But it was the only possible answer. Terry would have the gate code and the security combination for the front door. The dog, who'd bark at any stranger, knew her well. Glancing at the clock, he saw how late he'd slept. That made sense, too. Terry must have come to check on him when he hadn't shown up at work. And only Terry would have turned on his cell phone when she left and set the ringer loud enough to wake him. Knowing her, she probably would have fed the dog, too. He would remember to check when he went downstairs. But if Terry was the answer, he still had plenty of questions. Had he really had sex with her? 
But the dream, which seemed less and less dreamlike the more he thought of it, left little doubt of that. He remembered waking up to a woman leaning over him, remembered pulling her into bed, remembered her response and the way she'd made him feel. He'd initiated the encounter, but she'd come willingly. No way would she have joined him in that bed, unless she'd wanted to. Holding that thought, Buck showered in the bathroom, finger-raked his hair, and pulled on sweatpants and a t-shirt. He was wide awake now, but going back to work today wouldn't be a great idea, especially since Terry would be there. Sooner or later, he'd have to face her, but before that happened, he had some serious thinking to do. He took a minute to phone Evie Redfeather and arrange for her to pick up Quinn in Sedona. Evie, a retired Air Force fighter pilot.